Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Yo, I don't know what you're doing or what time it is where you're at, but great day in the morning to you. To all the saints, sinners, winners, losers, contenders, pretenders, lovers, haters, friends, enemies, and frenemies. Yo, we just stopped by to tell you two things. One, Jesus saves. Two, wash your hands. Regardless of what's going on or how you feel about it, this is... The day that the Lord has made, govern yourselves accordingly. So if you knock, I'm going to buck. And if I pop, best believe I'm going to rock. All right. Shout out to Erica Dixon. Coming to you live from a storefront church where we have actually shut the church down because we don't know who got coronavirus and who's just drinking Coronas. I've been called everything but a child of God, but my mama named me Ken and my daddy gave me Grace. So, yeah, it's your boy Ken Grace, a.k.a. 27 Sundays. And this is 27 Sundays where we mostly get it right. Amen. Yo, so uh, I did change the name of the pod again, and if I need to change it again, I will. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at 27Sundays. Um, you can follow me on my blog, 27Sundays.wordpress.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at 27Sundays. Why 27Sundays? Um I like the number 27, and Sunday is my favorite day of the week. So there you go. If I become a rapper right now, my name would be 27 Sundays, okay? Uh, but, yeah, we're still talking the same things. We're still talking music, sports, and uh, I guess culture, if you want to call it that. Uh, we still got the choir room. Um, we're going to call sports now KSPN since, you know, it's Ken. That's short for Ken Sports News Network. And um, given the times that we're in... And so much sickness in the land. We're going to actually change the sick list because I don't want to promote sickness during this season. And we're just going to start praying. Amen. So the sick list is not a prayer list. And, and if you have a prayer request, okay. And in this case, by prayers, we mean things that you want brought to um, the world's attention. Just send it on in. Send it on in. Um, you can also hit us up at anchor.fm backslash 27 Sundays. And that's Sundays with a Z at the end all right yo but before i leave out of here i want y'all to hear something i um i wanted to bring back the 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 jay-z front and verse can go over anything uh segment that i was doing so check this out Every time your name was brought up, I would act all nonchalant In front of an audience, the cues just another shouty I put the naughty on, but uh, truth be told You threw me for a loop, this hoe I'm too old to be fronting what I'm feeling Denzel and acting like you ain't appealing when you are Frontin' like you ain't my only girl when you are I'm ready to stop fronting when you are saying they don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Like that. Back up, they don't love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Hold up, they don't love you like I love you. Hold down, they don't love you like I love you. My God. All right, so we over here in the choir room now. I hope you enjoyed that little piece of praise and worship that we gave you right there with Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. Uh, I'm going to try to make sure I do that at least. I'm trying to do it every episode, but if not, I'm going to do it as much as possible, okay? Um, so we're in the choir room now, and listen, I want to point something out to you that y'all don't read y'all contracts either. It'll make sense later, all right? So I want to talk new music at first, uh, first to uh, start this joint off. 
Um, some of the stuff that I'm listening to, I'm listening to Moses Sumney's new album, Grade Part One. Moses like consistently makes solid music. He's kind of underrated, but he needs to be over listened to. Alright. Um, I messed around, so I work overnight, right? I work overnight, and so a lot of times I check out new albums overnight because I really just be chilling, right? I've always listened to uh, Kamaya. She got a new album out called Got It Made. So I turned this sucker on at like about three in the morning while I was at work trying to like get into my thug thizzle of my work or whatever. Listen, if you need something to get you moving throughout the day or you trying to complete a task, whether it's during the day or or you trying to burn some midnight oil, put that Kamaya in. It's good and good and ratchet and West Coastish and all that other stuff and the beats on there they they just hit hard like I want to go sit in the car instead of listening to it on my headphones at work but like the beats they just knock so hard it's one song I can't remember what it is but I really want her and Megan the Stallion to get together on that thing because it just sounds like a Megan joint but um it sounds like something she should be on or whatever I don't want to say it sounds like a Megan joint but yeah. Get that Kamaya. Um, it's another it's another uh, rapper that you can support who's actually making really, really good music. All right? Another album that I've been playing a lot of is uh, my boy Sam Sparrow. He has a new album out called Boombox Eternal. Let me tell you something about this Boombox Eternal, all right? If you've been missing 80s R&B, um, if you like Charlie Wilson, okay? Uh, if you're a fan of the Gap Band, all right? then you need to put in this boombox eternal because it's just what it says. It's the boombox eternal. There's a joint on there called Eye to Eye, Eye Swell for M&M's. He could have put Charlie Wilson on that joint and it still would have been good, okay? Album plays well from top to bottom. It's well written. It's well sung. Listen here. Sam Sparrow can sing. I um, I went to a concert of his a few years ago. Um, I found out he was in Atlanta. I looked at my schedule. And I said, I got time to make this drive. And so I dipped off to Atlanta, went up there. I don't even remember the name of the spot it was in. But listen, I went by myself, didn't take nobody with me. I had the time of my life. And I had a couple of good drinks, too. Praise God. Um, another guy I've been listening to is this guy named Stroll. Um, just kind of stumbled on this album. It's called Back on Saratoga. Lyrics are solid. I got to be honest, what I really was into was the instrumentation, but I'm a musician, so I, I like instruments. I like good music, and so he has that on there. Um, Lil Baby, he has an album I call My Turn. <clears throat> album is solid, and I had to do that because I'm not quite sure what I want to say about this, but it's a solid album. I'm just not a Lil Baby guy. Like, um, I, he didn't make a bad album, it's just... It ain't for me. It's not for me. But I will listen to it like occasionally because like it's good moving music, all right. And I'm here for mu- music that moves you or whatever. Um, finally, well not finally, but probably my favorite song right now is called Dragon Ball Do Rag. Okay, it's by Thundercat. <sighs> listen, this Dragon Ball Do Rag. It's not on the album. It's just a single right now that Thundercat has. Number one, Thundercat is like one of the best artists out there in the world. If you don't know who Thundercat is, then you don't know me, okay? Um, and you don't need to know me at this point. But uh, listen, it's a song about a Dragon Ball Do Rag, and I just think that's amazing. He literally asks you on the. He's asking you on the track, baby girl, how do I look in my Do Rag? 
Would you tell me the truth? Like, I ain't even got no do-rag. Because I'm bald. But I just want to go get one and wear it all the time. And just walk around talking to random strangers and asking them, Hey, how do I look at my do-rag? Alright. Speaking of doing things, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion. She got that album out, y'all. She got it out. It's called Sugar. And uh, But it ain't sweet. It ain't sweet. That's what she say on the thing. It is sweet in the sense that it's good. But she ain't nothing sweet about uh, the way she uh, she's came at us on this. So, of course, you know, Megan was having some contract issues. And this is something else that I want to talk about, too. She having some contract issues with her uh, label, 1501. She signed to, uh, you know, she signed up with Rock Nation or whatever. And they pointed out some things to her in her contract. So she went and tried to get, you know, situation settled and whatnot, renegotiated or whatever. And 1501 was like, nah. And so what sis did, she went, she got a restraining order, okay? And um, she got this album out. And some people said she shouldn't put it out with, in the midst of all this controversy. But listen, if you've done some work and you're ready to put it out, you put your work out, you do what you need to do. And what I like about Megan was that she didn't allow, she didn't allow one little thing to like just stop her or whatever. Now there's this thing, you know, a lot of y'all was on here talking about like, she should have read her contract and this, that, and the third. And that's why I call this segment, uh, y'all didn't read y'all contracts either. Because y'all out here, you working these jobs, you ain't seen a handbook, you ain't read a handbook, but you signed that You signed that mug, you signed it, you didn't even know what you were signing. You don't even know if you're an at-will, if you're an at-will employee or not, okay? You don't even know if you can unionize at your job or not. You don't know what's going on. Um, you don't know uh, that your beard got to be a certain length at your job or whatever like you just out here you don't know nothing about your job you don't know that that uh, you don't know okay and the way they word these contracts these days and if you look at your handbook at your job the way they word these hand they, these handbooks the way they worded your contract that you signed your employee agreement praise the lord um there's some verbiage in there that it's meant for you not to understand it. And Megan being 20, 22, whatever age she was, y'all tried to come for her when she, you know, about how old she said she was with that or whatever. It's a lot of stuff she just not going to know. I remember being dumb at 22, okay? I thought I was smart, but I was actually really, really dumb because there's some things out there that you just don't understand. And there is a such thing, praise God, as a scammer. And I'm not saying that those people over there at 1501 are scammers or whatever. I'm just saying that things weren't properly it appears anyway that things weren't properly explained to her and that she didn't have a clear understanding and that's okay a lot of y'all are in relationships right now or think you are um and you didn't get a clear understanding about who it is that you're dating or what it is that they like or dislike you need to get a clear understanding about what it is that you needed from your relationship so before you go talking about megan this she's stupid that what about you what about your mama okay all right who slept with your dad and she don't like him all right she didn't read that contract okay let's talk about those things before we get to talking about you know because i just feel like i think this was an opportunity for people who who didn't like megan but were scared to say anything about her or whatever for them to come out and say hey she's stupid or whatever speaking of stupid y'all coming for her gpa talking about she got a 2.7 do you know what you can do with a 2.7 in college okay you can pledge you can pledge you can play you can definitely play sports for sure uh you ain't even got to have a 2.7 to uh 
to play sports in college. Hell, if you want to, if you're trying to get in, all you need to do, you can get into college with a bad, a 1.9, but if you score high on your, on your test, you can get in. The clearinghouse don't care. NCAA don't care. They just want you to make them some money. All right? Um, but you can do a lot of stuff with a 2.7. A 2.7 will still get you a job. Okay? A 2.7 will still let you walk across the stage. All right? 2.7, a 2.7 will still let you run your own company. A 2.7 will still let you be somebody's boss who got a, who went through college and came out summa cum laude, magna cum laude, okay? Do you understand that? The boss that you're working for at that job where you didn't sign, you didn't read the contract that you signed, they probably got out of school with a 2.7, okay? So let, let, let's not do this. Let's not, it's Women's History Month. Let's, let's not be out here attacking black women. Especially young black women, young black women or whatever. And if you don't like the fact that she raps harder than your favorite male rapper, then you need to go work on whatever misogynistic issues that you got going on in your life. All right. I got to leave the choir room right now because I got to slip on over here and, 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 and see what's going on on KSPN real quick. But you meditate and marinate on that real on your own personal time when you're talking to God, if you know him. All right. Yo, so we're here live now at KSPN with your boy Ken Grace, a.k.a. 27 Sundays, and this is KSPN. Yo, so first thing I want to tell you is that March Madness is upon us. What does that mean? It means that I'm about to be watching basketball games at work. There are conference tournament games going on right now. Um, teams on the bubble trying to figure out if they're going to make a tournament or not. I just want to take a quick second, too, while we're doing this. I want to talk about my Georgia Bulldogs, okay? They have Anthony Edwards on their team, and he's probably going to be, mm, if he's not drafted one or two, he's going to be one of the top three draft picks in, in the draft coming up or whatever. And I know my dogs are 15 and 15 right now, and you're probably like, well, what does it matter? Listen, we ain't been 15 and 15 in a long time. All right, this time of year, we ain't been 15 to 15 in a long time, okay? So this this is good for us. We've won some conference basketball games this year, all right? We don't win that many of those, but we've won a few, okay? Um, the most we really known for in SEC play is scaring Kentucky. That's it. That's all we That's all we really known for It's scaring Kentucky a little bit, but they still get that dub on us, all right? But um, my dogs probably won't make the tournament unless they can actually win the, their conference tournament, which they're going to be hard-pressed to do or whatever but a couple of teams i want you to keep your eye on um i know college basketball has been really really topsy-turvy uh they talk about parody all the time but like it's really real this ugly head this time of year um keep your eyes on san diego state um over there in the big 12 you want to look out for baylor i like baylor and sad to say kansas i just i just can't get jiggy with the jayhawks it's just something something about them some bottom that I just don't like. Um, maybe because it's just another blue blue team. Okay. Um, I still like Kentucky. I We need to get to the Final Four. And that's just the bottom line. Uh, we ain't got to win the ship this year. It would be nice if we did. I don't think we have a championship caliber team. I think we're like a player or two away from that. Um, but we at least need to get to the Final Four. And it's possible. It's possible for us to win the whole thing. Um, keep your eyes on the cats. Of course, you want to always look out for Duke this time of year. My favorite thing to see with Duke is to see them actually get upset by a mid-major. That's one of my favorite things to see from them. 
Also, also, they've been under the radar this year. They haven't been quite as good as they normally are. But do not sleep on Villanova. Actually, do not sleep on any of those Big East teams. Um, there's some good basketball being played over there in the Big East. I, I tune in um, on Saturday sometimes when I just ain't got nothing to do. And I be like, wait a minute. This is good quality basketball. And I think what makes the Big East cool is um, come tournament time, what will make them really, really cool is their style of play. They play a really, really physical style of play over there. The refs kind of just let them do their thing as long as, you know, ain't no blood coming up. And um, so I think that will be really helpful come tournament time for any of the schools that make the tournament there in the Big East. Um, People look at me crazy when I say this. But for the last two, three years now, I've been saying that Florida State has a Final Four caliber team. I still believe that Florida State has a Final Four caliber team. It's just a matter of are they going to be able to shoot the basketball good enough to actually get to where they're supposed to be? Like, I'm tired of y'all making it to the Sweet 16 and then losing to, you know, whoever. Um, let's make this happen. All right. Keep your eyes out for Gonzaga. All right. This could be their year because of all the parity going on in college basketball this could really be the year that they just win win the whole thing all right um i'm trying to think is there anybody else auburn's been really solid too and i'm just throwing some random schools out there for you to just teams for you to just watch out for all right um they've struggled a lot this year but they were the the preseason number one but uh michigan state don't sleep on michigan state come tournament time they might i don't think they'll be able to do it but it's Tom Izzo, it's that that god awful Spartan Green, and just anything can happen um, come tournament time with them, all right? But those are just a few teams off the top of my head. But specifically, Kansas, Baylor, um, who else has been up? There's been so many number one teams here. Duke, don't sleep on Duke. Um, and don't sleep on Villanova like in, and Gonzaga. Any of those teams could really just make a run, win the whole thing, and uh, make it do what it do. All right, Big Three is coming back. Big Three basketball is getting ready to come back sometime this this summer, I believe. That's Ice Cube's league that he has. He has this cool rule this year where uh, the players will be able to actually like take on each other one on one. Like if they there's like a dispute or something with the call or whatever, you can you can take on any player you want one on one. I think that'll be a cool little thing um, to watch. Um, Joe Johnson ran rough shot over that league last year. I think that ruler really benefit him. Good old ISO Joe. Um, so I think that really benefit him and the team he plays for. Lisa Leslie coaches a team. Her team actually won the uh, big three last year. Um, she's a good coach. You know, Lisa Leslie would got, she kind of got Gail King together a few weeks ago with that whole Kobe situation or whatever. Also, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I don't. I know Ice Cube probably don't listen to my little podcast, but if somebody can get it to him, tell Ice Cube to put me on. Listen, this is what I want to do with the Big Three. Okay, I just want to write for the Big Three. I want to spend my whole summer writing for the Big Three. I ain't got to report, and I ain't got to be seen on TV or anything like that. I just want to be the guy that writes for the Big Three. So when they have their games. I want to do quick little game recaps or whatever. I want to write about the players. Uh, That's what I want to do. I want to spend my weekends, praise God, writing for the big three. So if you know somebody or you are somebody who can make that happen for a little country boy from Central Georgia, then make that happen for a player. All right. Uh, Spike Lee and the Knicks. So as you all know, Spike Lee is the New York Knicks. Um, 
he's really the only superstar they've had since Patrick Ewing, uh, since Walt Frazier, since the beginning of time with their organization. Um, there's an incident where he was not allowed to enter in the way that he normally enters uh, the arena. They changed the way they do it. Nobody told Spike. But Barstool over there, which is why we're really talking about this, they reported it as if like they weren't letting him being entered. And so what I wanted to say, because I've seen this consistently with Barstool Sports, is that Barstool Sports is like the TMZ of sports, sports news. If it's something negative to report or something um, just not good to report, um, if they don't have the whole story, they're good about reporting it. And so what I want to recommend that you do, instead of checking out Barstool, even though they are going to be the first to drop whatever story is popping off. I don't know how, who they got over there doing their good sports gossip or whatever. But uh, what I want to recommend to you is good old BSO. OK, that's run by that's run by a man named Robert Little. All right. Robert gets you good information, but he also gets you good tea for those of you, you, you tea sippers out there. OK, gets you good sports tea. It's accurate. Um, it's, it's punctual. He gives it to you in a timely manner. Um, but he never has to come back and backtrack on anything that he says. So check out BSO Black Sports Outlet or whatever and um, get into that. Get into that. Bump Barstool. Get into BSO. It's a black man running it. Uh, he's doing a great job and we need to support that brother. All right. Speaking of brothers that we need to support and it's going to be the last thing we talk about over here at KSPN or whatever. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James has inserted himself into the MVP conversation. He's been kind of hovering around, you know, everybody's talking about Giannis and Harden and and uh, and Kawhi and a couple of other characters or whatever. But LeBron James had a great weekend. He, he beat the Bucks. Um, he's beating the Clippers. Um, he's looking good. He's in great shape. He's getting assigned basketball to he got assigned basketball over there to Blue Ivy. He's just having a great week. And, um, you know, we both 35 and um, we thriving out here. And I think what the NBA needs to do, if and I'm not saying they have to do it just because. But I remember growing up that Michael Jordan wouldn't win MVP awards because everybody would just be like, it's Michael Jordan or whatever. Like he's the best basketball player in the world. Why we got to give him the MVP and they give it to somebody else or whatever who probably was less worthy. And so what I'm saying to you is that if LeBron James um, ends up with a better season statistically or just overall, his overall value um, is better than Giannis for the Milwaukee Bucks is he should win the MVP. It'll probably be the last MVP that he wins, given that he's in, what, his 17th, 18th season or whatever. But it needs to happen. I think it's the right thing to do. We can't say that uh, it's LeBron James. You can't bring up his finals record because that has nothing to do with his body of work with this season, which has been very, very consistent. There's been several years where LeBron James should have been the MVP, but we opted for somebody else because, you know, they were having they were having a great season or whatever. So and that's cool. That's cool, but they weren't getting their teams to the finals, okay? Um, and I think that's what matters most. Like, if LeBron James were to sit down right now, what happens to the Lakers season? Yeah, they got Anthony Davis, so they'll probably still get to the playoffs. But is that a championship-caliber team with that, without LeBron James? Probably not. Get our man his flowers and his hair, his uh, his uh, headbands while he can still smell them and wear them, amen? 
let's leave KSPN and let's slide on over to the altar and let's sit down at the prayer list and have a little talk with Jesus and talk about some things. All right. All right, so we are now live front and center at the altar, which you should always be at the altar in your life, okay? There's always something for you to be praying about or having a conversation with God uh, about because it's just too much stuff going on, okay? So, um, and I won't be here long with this. These people are on the prayer list, okay? Number one, people who think they can fight because of where they're from, all right? So, like, it's a couple of cities like New Orleans, Memphis, where like the people are like known for, they known for being tough. Detroit, uh, they known for being tough. They known for being able to fight. And I just want to submit unto you, even if it even got to be a city, it could just be your neighborhood. All right, just because you from a certain city or area, or a certain neighborhood or a certain ward, that doesn't mean that you can necessarily fight. Like you can still catch a fade, um, especially if you've never been in a fight, you've never faced any form of conflict. You need to be concerned about your hands, okay? You need to be concerned about it. Don't just assume that just because you from, you know, Third Ward, Ninth Ward from Memphis or whatever, or you from the South Side or Chicago or whatever, don't don't just make that automatic thing, oh, yeah, I can fight because this is where I'm from. No. You can still get your butt kicked. Do you understand that? And so don't be rolling up on people or get the popping off at the mouth just because, like, in your heart, you like, I'm from here. So this means I can fight, and you ain't never been in a fight before. What's going to happen is you're going to catch a fade, and it's going to be videotaped or recorded, and you're going to be embarrassed on somebody's social media because you're going to be in the video talking about where, talking about where you're from, and you're going to make where you're from look like a fool because you can't really fight. you just from a place where they can fight. Okay? All right? Uh, so we're praying for these people because they're delusional. All right. Um, another set of delusional people that we're praying for is people who think that the coronavirus came from coronas. OK, what sense does that make? First of all, we need to talk to these doctors and health health experts about why they name certain diseases and sicknesses, certain things like who came up with calling the flu the flu? And then why did they spell it? F-L-U-E. I know it's short for influenza, but even with that, like who came up with influenza? Like seriously, who decided we were going to call Ebola Ebola? Who decided who decided it was going to be mad cow disease? You know, who decided these things? But um, that's the first discussion we need to have. But for you and these are mostly Americans that as usual that are thinking this thing that coronavirus came from coronas. These people probably praise God. These people probably voted for Donald Trump. They're probably from Alabama, somewhere like in, in you know, Bumbleclaw, Alabama or whatever. And because uh, I can't say bump. Yeah, can't say that. But um, they probably from some some country, little small country town. Ain't never seen a Corona or if they seen one, just like Mm-mm, I got to have my butt light. OK, um, but if you out here thinking that Corona, the coronavirus came from actual Corona's. Please stop spreading that stupid propaganda, okay? Don't do that to you. So don't embarrass us like that. We're going through enough turmoil having Donald Trump as our president. That's enough embarrassment in itself. 
don't be out here telling people that the coronavirus came from coronas coronas ain't never hurt nobody i don't even drink beer is too tough um but if i need to pick up one coronas ain't never let me down so don't be out here th- you get your corona and a nice little piece of lime and you know you'll be all right you get you where you need to be without being too far gone praise god okay don't be out here spread that's just stupid it's just straight up stupid all right speaking of things that were stupid he's not in the race anymore um but one of my favorite podcasts the reads the read excuse me with 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 crystal and kid fury do you know mac bloomberg actually tried to buy ad space on their podcast after old girl had actually like cussed him out up and down his team i'm not saying he did it. you know it's probably his team or whatever but they had the nerve the the gall the audacity to say you know what we gonna buy ad space on the read now you know those good people over there the read they don't play with they don't play the radio like that i don't even think they got radios okay and you're gonna try to buy ad space from them now there are some podcasts some radio shows that are you know that are black owned that have put these 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 ads up from these politicians that they know aren't really political and don't have their best interests at heart you let them buy the aspects because you want their money but at some point you got to draw the line and say no ma'am no sir no ham no turkey no dollars because this don't make no sense okay so shout out to the reed for saying for not just saying no but hell no okay um and when you get the chance listen to the read watch the read okay you can watch it now all right good show good podcast good everything one of the reasons that i started mine and i hope one day mine is as good as theirs all right moving right along moving right along speaking of i know we're talking about coronavirus i should have did this right then but um these people on the prayer list as well people who think that just because they are sick it gives them a right to have an attitude listen i don't care about you being on crutches i don't care about you being sick i don't care about you not feeling well in the words of the, those people on Dream Girls, Effie, we all got pain. Okay, um, I don't know what it is. There's some people out there. I had a job once. Um, I met a man. He was there was something wrong with him, like physically wrong with him. And um, I don't have a problem with with um, people who are disabled. I don't have a problem with them. My grandma actually drove uh, the bus for special needs kids for a long time. And sometimes I had to ride her bus because she was also my babysitter. And um, so I grew to have a special relationship with, you know, people who are special needs and are physically disabled and who have, um, you know, things that are just just caused them to not be able bodied or in some cases able minded. Okay. And so I met this man and we were talking. I was trying to, I was, I used to sell cell phones or whatever. And um, we were talking and he just had a nasty attitude. And he started talking about his condition and he was using his condition as the reason for his attitude and his, his unhappiness. And so he kept being snarky and snappy. And I said, sir, didn't you just talk to me about your condition? And he said, yeah. And I said, sir, you know, given your condition you would think you would be a lot a lot nicer and so what this actually means is that you're not learning from what's what's what has happened to you okay he was gonna be healed because it was just like it was um i think he was like on crutches or something he had like broken something or it broke a bone or something like that but i was like you know given your condition you would think you would be a lot nicer and when i tell you 
he thought about that thing for about 10 17 seconds or whatever and his whole tone just changed hey being sick having problems okay doesn't give you a right to have an attitude all right doesn't give you a, uh, any special permission slip to be running around here acting a nut some other people they do these people ain't sick but they might be sick in their head but people people who think that just because they having a hard time uh or 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 their feelings are hurt gives them a permission slip to be disrespectful no ma'am no sir you nothing to be cussing at me because you mad at your ex-girlfriend ex-boyfriend or whatever or the person or you not even be doing that to me because you feel like i did something to you okay it's not give you a permission to be disrespectful i will box you do you understand that all right um that had to happen to me earlier this week somebody got to talk to me sideways because they felt like i did them away and i didn't actually do anything to them you was just mad because it was mad because um you didn't get your way and I'm not here for that. I'm not here to give you your way. All right. I, you know, I do anything for you, but you won't always get your way with me. It's the Aquarius in me. Okay. Especially if I feel like your way is dumb. All right. And it, it was dumb. And I politely pointed that out to you or whatever. And, uh, but yeah, I don't give you a right to be disrespectful and talk to people crazy. You can catch a fade. You can catch a fade. All right. And that's always my thing that I be thinking about. Like you can get your butt kicked. You can, you really can. All right. So think about it is how you talking to I think about that, how you talking to people, how you moving throughout this world, all right? Um, another set of people who are on the sick list, because this just this has to stop. This has to stop. People who complain about Monday every Monday. All right. People who complain about Monday every Monday. Look here. You know Monday's coming. We got seven days in the week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We got seven days. All right. You know, Monday is coming. Why are you upset every Monday? OK. And if you know that Monday is like your least favorite day of the week. Look at God moving, y'all. Y'all heard it. If you know Monday is like your least favorite day of the week, then you need to be using these other days of the week to make sure one, making the most of those other days of the week. But then two, putting yourself in a position so that when Monday comes around, it's not so bad. All right. You know, Monday never really did me nothing dirty. Yeah, she get the work week started off or whatever. Um, and that's cool or whatever. What you really need to admit is that you just don't like your job. OK. And that you just don't like people. That's really what it comes down to. I don't know who started this thing about we just going to all get together and hate Monday. But it needs to stop. It's no different from the other days. Let me tell you something. You think Monday is hard. I've had some hard Wednesdays. Okay, everybody be talking about hump day, and sometimes it literally is a hump. Trying just trying to get over that bad boy. All right, I've had some I've had some tough Fridays, and I've had some super sad Saturdays. Okay, so Monday ain't the only rough day of the week. All right, now I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I'm putting a person, somebody that I know that I know personally, on the prayer list because that gummy Effie, I'm tired. All right, um, I'm putting my granddaddy on the prayer list. Y'all, my granddaddy be lying. He be lying. He be lying. He be lying. And I got to say it like that because it's, it's just that bad. He just be lying sometimes. And I be like, beloved, please stop it. So I live with my granddad and um, he smokes cigarettes. And all I ask of him, because I can't stand the smell of them. All I ask from him is that he just not smoke them in the house because my niece... My niece lives there too. 
And you can't have babies around smoke or she's two, but you can't have babies around smoke or whatever. And so all we ask, just don't smoke in the house. Now, he's not supposed to be smoking anyway. Like the doctor has told him, basically, listen, if you don't stop smoking, you're going to die. Matter of fact, I think last time you went to the doctor told him, listen, if you're not going to stop smoking, then you're just wasting both of our times. Okay. All right. And if you've ever heard my granddaddy breathe, you, you know he needs to stop smoking. Okay, so I got home one evening, the one night, it was one evening. And he does his thing like where I know he smokes in the house. Like I know he smokes in the house, but he <clears throat> he just won't let me catch him. But my Holy Ghost, my Shondo, praise God, had told me this Negro will be smoking in this house. Okay, and sometimes I come in there and I'll smell smoke. And what I try to tell myself so that I can just, you know, keep my own, keep my own cool and my sense and sensibility about myself is that he didn't smoke in the house, Ken. He didn't smoke in the house. What happened was he was smoking. And then when he came back in, the scent of it was lingering from it. OK. And so that's what I tell myself. But then there are other days where like, I know this mug been smoking in this house. And this is one of them days where like, I knew that my granddaddy had been smoking in this house. So I'm walking through the house. I, I got I go I walk in as soon as I get in. I smell the cigarette. All right, and he don't smoke the good the good kind or whatever. Like he could at least, you know, I'm gonna say this, and y'all can look at me sideways if you want to. But and I know cigars are just as bad, if not worse, than cigarettes. But I'd rather smell a black and mild. I'd honestly rather smell your green, okay, your grass. I'd rather smell that than cigarettes. They smell that bad to me okay so anyway i walk in i was like he's been smoking in here and so i tipped on over praise the lord i tipped on over to his room and i'm just standing there and he was standing in his bathroom he had the bathroom door open now he was getting ready to take a shower he's running the water and i'm sitting there i'm looking at him y'all i'm looking at him i'm looking at him holding the cigarette and i watched him he took two puffs okay he took two puffs he blew it or whatever he took two puffs two more puffs and he blew it and so finally, I said, Granddaddy, because he hard to hear until I had to shout at him. I said, Granddaddy, are you smoking in here? You got to ask him. When you're trying to catch somebody up in something, sidebar, when you're trying to catch somebody up in something that you see that you are physically watching them doing or you saw them doing it, you ask them. Don't tell them. Ask them in the form of a question, okay? And then I put them in the position where they have to decide if they're going to lie to you or not. All right? Back to the story. So I said, Granddaddy, are you smoking in here? And he said, no, no, I ain't, I ain't smoking. He looked at the cigarette, y'all. And he said, no, I, I ain't smoking. I was just I was just putting it out. I said, granddad, I, I've been standing here for two minutes. I watched you. I watched you puff it or whatever. And I thought I was like, I thought we talked about you not smoking in the house because of Denise. OK, he was like, no, nah, I, 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 I threw it out the window. Now, he's telling me that he threw it out the window. Cigarette still in his hand. Praise God. He says he throws it out the window. Now, I've seen the window in his bathroom. There is a window in there. But it's one of the windows where, like, because it's an old house, it's one of the windows where, like, you open it, but there's a screen there because it's, like, there to, like, you know, if you want some fresh air in the bathroom or whatever, that's what it's there for. So there's not, I was like, you can't throw, you can't throw it out the window. There's a screen there when you open it. Like, you can't, you can't do that. And so... I was like, you're lying, is what I said. You're like, no, I, I ain't smoking. I'm, and he still got the cigarette. 
in his hand so he realized that i see the cigarette and i see the smoke coming from the cigarette so he tried to like move his hand because like when you a real fiend for your habit or whatever you're not just gonna put it out okay you're not just gonna throw it away you'll swallow it before you do that because you got to get the full feeling amen and so he's sitting there trying to hide it from me. I was like, but granddad, I see the smoke coming from the city. No, I, I, I threw it out the window. I put it out. Any lie he could think of. And so now I'm pissed. Okay. I'm at the highest level of pissedivity that one could possibly be at. Okay. Because this. Thank you, Jesus. He lied to my face like blatantly. Like blatantly lied. And then he continued it. Like he just continued on with it. He got out of the shower or whatever. And he still was like, I, I, I went smoking. I told him at this point, I, I really don't. I don't want to hear. I'm not interested. Now, my granddad is hard of hearing. And so what that means is that it allows me to talk about him to his face without him actually hearing it. Like we could be in the same room and I can just really low rate him like a dog. Like I want to and get all the things off my chest that I, that I want to get off my chest without actually being disrespectful to him. But from a Christian standpoint, it is still disrespectful because I am talking about him, even, you know, because he's an elder or whatever. But he was wrong. He was dead wrong. He's sitting there lying to me like that for no reason. All he had to say was, you know, Kenny, I, I lied to you, grandson. That's it. And so, praise God, a day later, a day later and not even a dollar short. Shout out to Terry McMillan. My niece went in his room and, you know, I'm not spiteful and I don't hold grudges. I just don't let you forget that you lied to me and so if that makes me petty and shady then i would be both of those things i'll be petty and shady which some of y'all say that about me anyway but anyway to god be the glory so my niece went in this room and i was like niece you can't be in here because your great granddaddy be smoking in here do you know what this said to me he said i i ain't been smoking in here today i, I smoke sometimes but i ain't been smoking in here today i looked at him i said so you lied to me. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. Mm -mm, you lied to me. So, y'all, I want y'all to know that my granddaddy be lying. He be lying. And now I'm wondering what else has he lied to me about Jesus. And so that's why he's on the prayer list with these other people that we've mentioned on tonight. I hate when people say on tonight in church. It's like the worst thing you can say. All right. So keep these people on the prayer list. Um, if you you got some situations some circumstances some people that you want to put on the prayer list hit me up on twitter at 27 sundays hit me up on instagram at 27 sundays uh hit me up on 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 what else can you hit me up on anchor.fm backslash 27 sundays and let a brother know what you need prayer for what you want prayer for and who needs praying for this has been your boy ken grace aka 27 sundays and this is 27 sundays where we mostly get it right we out